Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk, um, another very exciting episode this week. Um, I am particularly fascinated with um, a psychologist I met very recently who is uh, also a host on Voice America, and we actually did a show earlier today on her amazing show called Psych Up, which is heard on the Variety Channel of Voice America. It's an excellent show, Um, and we talked during that show about a topic that many of my listeners um, know very well about, which is how passionate I am about it, which is how, the, you know, the name of my book, how Cinderella grew up and became a happy, empowered woman, and the role on um, the dances that go on in relationships, and with women in particular. So we got really excited, uh, Dr. Suzanne Phillips and I, and doing a double header today. So we started with that journey of Cinderella, and we're going to continue on with this hour on what happens 10, 15 years later when maybe Cinderella wants to have an affair. So um, we're going to get to that, but let me tell you all about her. I've been very taken by her. You know, you hear people's uh, bios, and I'm going to read hers. It's very impressive, but you don't really know until you speak to them what they're really like. And um, before I even get into her biography, I do want to say that uh, I could tell by talking to uh, Dr. Suzanne Phillips that she's a woman who walks the walk. It was very clear to me, and she's also a great radio radio host, so I really recommend checking out her show. She is, in fact, a psychologist, a psychoanalyst, a certified group therapist, an adjunct full professor of clinical psychology, the article of 40 articles and three books. She's been busy. On um, a blogger for Psych Central, I heard there's some really interesting blogs there. We'll talk about that. And the radio host for Psych Up Live on the Variety Channel of Voice America. Dr. Phillips has provided services and training nationally and internationally on trauma and disasters. She has written and presented on many topics, including couples, marriages, divorce, depression, happiness, families, and resilience. Her most recent book is called Healing Together, A Couple's Guide to Coping with Trauma and Post-Traumatic Stress, co-authored with Dr. Diane Kane. She has appeared on national TV, Fox 5, Good Day with New- Good Day New York, and Good Day Street Talk. She has been f- a frequent radio guest and was the former host of Psych Up on Co-Zozo Radio and at WMIQ 1450 AM in Michigan from 2013 to 15 before becoming the present host of Psych Up Live. So, welcome, Dr. Suzanne Phillips, to Straight Talk. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be on. I'm looking forward to us continuing our conversation. One thing that's very exciting is we are streaming live on Facebook today. So, if you are listening to the show and you want to see the behind the scenes, go on Straight Talk Sandra Reich on Facebook, and you'll be able to watch the show live. And Suzanne is also taping the show, and you might see it on her Facebook soon. Um, One of the things I found very interesting about talking with you is that I think that we have a passion for similar topics Uh, relationships, the dance of relationships, women, um, and um, what empowerment really means. Now, we're going to jump right in on this concept of, okay, so we talked on earlier today about the fact that the fairy tale analogy that maybe Cinderella's vision that one day my prince will come is not possibly the way to go in relationships, that a woman has to become empowered and feel like she's a full person or a man for that matter before entering into a relationship. But let's say they've done that work and or they haven't. Where does that play into why men and women have affairs? Or is that even relevant? Well, it's really very relevant. What we spoke about and you underscored so many times was empowerment doesn't mean aggression. Empowerment means, we said, healthy narcissism, positive self-esteem, the ability to make your needs known. And those things are core to the unexpected reasons that people have affairs. Yeah. No. So, you know, you talk about a term, you mentioned it earlier, and I really like it. So for people listening, can you say a few words on what you mean by healthy narcissism? We think of narcissism as a bad thing. What is healthy narcissism? narcissism? Well, speak health, healthy, nar- let me just say what's unhealthy narcissism is the inability to see anyone's point of view but yours. And unhealthy narcissism really 
is a cover for a very fragile sense of self. I need the world to applaud for me, Sandy, because deep down inside, I don't feel great. Healthy narcissism is confidence, the ability to take risks, the belief that you will understand someone else or try to concern and empathy for other people and yet care for self. What you spoke about this morning. Well, I'm so glad. I mean, that in itself could be a show itself because so many people struggle with uh, narcissism or being involved with a narcissist. And what does that mean? As opposed to what you're talking about, which is really good self-care and to, you know, decide that you're important and you're a value and you want to be treated well. And I, I love that you definitely highlight the fact that the unhealthy narcissism is rooted in insecurity, a fragile ego that needs constant external reinforcement, I'm okay, I'm okay. So they'll grab it at any which way they can. Is that right? Yes. So, for instance, in this show about affairs, the average person is not a serial cheater. But there are some people who never stop looking for an affair. It has nothing to do with people, nothing to do with relatedness, very little to do with love. It's about, I need constant proof that I'm okay what that means to the other person, very little, of very little importance. It's really an addictive way of trying to shore up an unhealthy self. So in that case, you know, talking about that particular case, I guess that looking at the dynamics of the relationship probably wouldn't even help because if someone addictively needs to feel I'm attractive, I'm okay, they it's like, a, like you said, a drug addiction. They're looking for a hit over and over again. I'm okay. And I need someone else to show me I'm attractive, I'm loving. So I guess in that case, we're not talking about a partner sort of shutting down in the relationship or something missing in the relationship. Very different. Very different dynamics. Um, we're going to see in that case, a desperation if the other gets healthier and wants out. Then the narcissist who had the perfect codependent partner is hysterical. That's when they come to my office. They don't come before that. That is, you know, right there. That's not where I was going, but we got to, we definitely have to zone in on that because I have a lot of my own clients listening to this show who are in that situation. And I tell them that it's only when somebody puts down that boundary that the change will happen. And here we've got another psychologist on saying that's when they come to your office. It's such an important point. So we're going to take a short break, but the teaser for the break is, and I wonder if people can, you know, go on Facebook and maybe write some lines and answer this question. Do you think people listening, do you think it's men or women who have more affairs? We're going to take a short break and we're going to find out from my fabulous guest, Dr. Suzanne Phillips, who has more affairs, men or women. We'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reese. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. 
We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. I'm back with the lovely and brilliant Dr. Suzanne Phillips, who knows so much about this topic. And we left a little bit on a cliffhanger, and I'm going to keep Mm -hmm. it going for another second on whether men or women have more affairs. But I always like to start my second segment by thanking our fabulous sponsor, which is Spa Minari. And I just want to mention that if you go on the Straight Talk with Sandra Reich uh, on Voice America site and you click on it and you call the spa and mention that you heard them on Straight Talk, you will get 15% off on any other services. So talk about self-love and self-care. It's a wonderful thing to do. So thank you, Spa Maneri. Um, back to you, Suzanne. So, okay. men or women? What we see from a lot of research, um, one book, Young and Alexander's book on the chemistry between us, is that we would probably believe, based on evolutionary trends and media myths, that men have more affairs. The reality is that the percentages are very close. 30 to 40% of married men and women have been with someone else beside their spouse and have had affairs. Okay. So So it's very close, but I believe we're going to see that they have the affairs for some similar and some different reasons. Okay, so of course the next question is going to be, what are these different reasons? Okay, so if you were to ask, let's start with women. If you were to ask women... Do they have the affair to leave their marriage? They would say no. If you were to ask them, do you want the feelings stirred in you and the sense of being valued, loved, and desired that you have from the affair in your marriage, they would say yes. Okay, so you cut out for a tiny bit. Can you just repeat that, Suzanne? Yes. If you were to ask... um, any woman, and that's, actually this is true of men too, people do not have affairs to leave their marriage. 60% of men and women who have affairs never think they're going to leave their marriage. That's an interesting denial. Most women want the feelings that are stirred in them, the sense of a loved and desired self. They want that feeling, that self, in their marriage but they're not communicating that to their partner. And when they find it on the outside, 60% of the time in the workplace, it feels like they have found a part of themselves they've either never known or a part of themselves they once knew and lost somewhere along the Cinderella line. Meaning... Okay. Well, I think that's such a good point. Go ahead. We talked about being empowered. For women, that means, as we said in this morning's show, doing everything, being everything, and doing it perfectly. By the end of the night, they're so exhausted, and the fact that most women don't think of sex and then get aroused, they first have to be romanticized, appreciated, affirmed. No one's doing that if everybody's on task. So they're, they're seeing sex or connection is one more chore, making their partner feel very rejected, and the rejection cycle goes around and around. 
Okay, so you're saying that part of it, and I, I quite agree with you, part of it is that uh, the woman is not getting some of her needs missed, but she's also not expressing those needs. She's sort of like buried it. Is that about right? Um, I would say that's true, that in some ways I would say three important needs, the antidote to an affair, if you will. Couples have to in some way be attuned to each other, empathic to each other, and affirming. Couples have to in some way idealize each other. Somehow you have to feel, Sandy, you're his one and only. Or if it's a same-sex marriage, you're her one and only. You have to feel somehow desired. And then there has to be what we call a twinning. There has to be enough in common that we both get a kick out of the same shows. We both adore the children. We both love rock climbing. We both hate exercise. When those things really are not in place and the couple doesn't work on them, we have a vulnerable situation with respect to affairs. So you do support very much the idea, and, you know, I work with my clients a lot about this, that a couple, you know, it's like your lawn. You have to, there's energy that has to be put into it. Like, you know, that weekly meeting, my husband and I were famous. I always give this example. We go for a coffee once a week, and we, you know, we're such busy people, but we reconnect, and we check in with each other, and, you know, exactly what you're saying, affirm that we see each other, we see how hard we're working, um, that if those things are not taken care of on a regular basis, it's like getting dandelions in the, in the, at, in the yard. Like, it has to be taken care of regularly. It's not like a one-time deal. No, I say nobody shows up for a good relationship. It's a part of the process. Now, let's just add a piece for women, and I don't know if some of your patients and clients can relate to this. Women do a certain amount of splitting. When they're home, they're mom, they're chore master, they're cook, da-da-da-da. And then they get dressed. And go to work. And even children will say, Mommy, you look so different when you go to work. And at work, they are a often more confident, more empowered, um, more flirtatious, different type of lady. And as a result, guess what? They get different kind of attention. And when they're home and they're back in jeans and a sweatshirt, and even more importantly, showing very little of the attunement to their spouse or getting very little back because he's not asking about her job if she's not telling. And as a result, they start to find a different self. 60% of affairs are with people at work. Okay, it's an interesting statistic that you say 60%. So why is it that six? Why is it so high that it's at work? Because in some way, work is a very unreal world. Everybody knows their job. Everyone looks good. There's a beginning and end to the day. And part of being with your colleagues is affirming them. Once you're home, when people are overloaded, the Cinderella who's overloaded, very rarely do couples at times even make eye contact. They're, they're cooking. They're staring at the kids. They're passing in the night with carpools. They're not making eye-to-eye contact the way they do in a work setting. So a woman's not getting that affirmation that is very important for romantic feelings and then sexual feelings. So that's, a, that's a problem. It's almost, it's, it's almost like we're, we're almost a little bit doomed in a way because you're right. I get home, my hair goes up in a ponytail, I go out in the work first, my makeup is on, and it's, it's, it's an odd thing. You are 100% right. So I'm not saying we're doomed for sure for an affair, but I do understand what you're saying as a woman that, you know, that how that could easily, a slippery slope as I call it, could easily happen. So what is the answer to this, you know, well, from you a woman's have- perspective? Okay, so you already gave us a hint. You said for your very busy schedule with all the businesses you run, you said there is a date time or there is a time you and your partner go out like you met for the first time. I say to people, think of having an affair with your partner. You know what that means? You're sending a loving text during the day. You put the lipstick on even though you're wearing the sweats. You say something funny, you in some way let that person know you still remember the last sexual episode. You keep it desirous and you keep it hot. 
People don't do that. They, when's the last time a person got a note or someone brought coffee just because? That happens in affairs. Affairs are wonderful. Think about it. We need to take that and bring it to the marriages. Brilliant and so important. And, you know, what I guess I, my question on behalf of everyone else is, how, you know, it's obviously our human nature to start to take things for granted. How do we remember to bring home that extra cup of coffee and put the lipstick on and make a comment about our last sexual interlude? How do we remember that? We remember with an affair, but we don't always remember in marriage. Well, then it's, that's why the show is so important, because it's worth our, our ladies knowing that the most significant factor that made men have affairs was not sexual. It was about being affirmed and being appreciated and being in some way visible to their partner. In one book called The Sexless Marriage, Sue and Bob Berkowitz found 44% of the men who described their marriage as sexless were enraged, felt they had made to be, they felt insignificant and of no value, and their response was to be very passive-aggressive, not tell the partner why they were enraged. Well, in response to that, she had to feel rejected. She had to then feel like either what's wrong with him or I'm not desirable enough. So it sets the stage. So one of the things that's worth remembering is if you don't feel affirmed by a partner and you don't feel respected we really don't have the ingredients of a real love affair. So if you're not feeling that way, you know, for people listening, I know that some of the research that Dr. John Gottman does, I love him, is that, you know, usually when people show up in couple counseling, they show up about seven years too late, his research shows. So if you're not feeling that, I guess you're saying it's time to really, you know, either reach out for some professional help or have a sit down with your partner and say, how do we bring this back to our relationship before it gets to the affair? Is that right? Well, I'll tell you, over all the years that I've worked with so many couples, my, my theory is if a couple, despite affairs or whatever else has gone on, Sandy, if they want to make it work, there's a way to make it work. It's when one or the other feels so cynical and so disrespectful of the other, even if they've not had an affair, that that marriage really doesn't have such a good chance of surviving well. People can sort of hang on to each other they cross the finish line of being 80 years old. But I mean, who really wants to do that? Right. So, you know, we're going to take a break, but, you know, I'm thinking of a couple of clients of mine, patients that have asked this question where their spouse has had an affair. And I'm curious about after the affair. You know, a lot of people ask me, can we get through this? And there's research that shows that not only you can get through it, but things can get better. It's sometimes a very big wake up call, but I'd love to hear your expertise on that. So we'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Rich with the wonderful Dr. Suzanne Phillips. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level. 
and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. I'm here with Dr. Suzanne Phillips, who's telling us a lot about uh, why people have affairs and some of the repercussions and some of what, you know, what happens. And there's a lot to ask and answer because we're streaming live on Facebook and people are asking some really good questions. So we left before the break with the question about, um, can you come back from an affair? And I want to get to that, but I, you know, I'll leave it to you, Suzanne, because we also have a question asking about the difference between and the repercussions of an emotional affair and a physical affair. And I guess I, we can put them together on how do you, how do you come back? I'll leave it to you. Well, I, I think the question, the, they're great questions. The emotional affair is a very significant one. It's interesting because there, it's a little different, but what we see with cyber sex is that men can get addicted to porn and women can get somehow involved with an emotional partner online. But they can also be involved in an emotional affair, as we'll call it. What does that mean? That means the person is really bringing their energy, their desire, their fantasy to someone other than their spouse. And I say the tip-off is if you are never mentioning the man at work that you have lunch with to your partner, your husband, and he never hears about Jack, your husband, then you've decided to split this off. The problem, of course, is the best part about a good marriage is authenticity. There's no way you can be authentic if you're keeping a secret. It also takes away the vibrancy if you're fantasizing about Paul at work when you're with Jack. It starts to slowly erode a relationship. So when people say to me, well, men and women are friends, and I say, of course, most of my men are, most of my friends are men, but they hear about my husband all the time, and I hear about their wives. It's when you've gone from sharing to an erotic exchange that implies, I'm crossing the line by telling you this, this is not to be heard by my spouse or your spouse. We're into an emotional affair. And we're definitely in a slippery slope at that point because yep. once you start that, I mean, it's that's really where I find people come in and it's almost like they're, it's, you know, the dopamine has started flowing, which is, you know, a neurotransmitter, which really is very exciting, the crack cocaine of the brain, and it's hard to stop that journey. So I can think of a few of my patients right now where that happened to someone in the, you know, one half of the couple. One thing led to another, led to another, and the spouse uh, who committed the affair is greatly regretful. Now, here's the question. How do you come back when someone has found out? How can you come out back? It's an attachment injury, after all. How can you come back from this? Well, the piece, an interesting book, Gary Newman's book, The Truth About Cheating, and in it he interviews 200 men. 68% of the men who have affairs say they feel very, very regretful. And I think women who have affairs feel regretful, too. The question is, why you're coming back, and to me, one of the most important pieces is to consider this. Far from condoning or condemning is to see the affair as really a communication about what was not happening, whose needs were not being met in the relationship. And for you to really come back, there has to be ownership on both parts, Sandy. Relationships are co-created. So it's never one person. Now, I'm going to say, if you have someone and you're in a domestic violence situation and someone is drinking and they're violent, you need to be safe. But we're really not talking about that here. We're talking about couples coming back. Now, I say that 
if I'm willing to look, let's say I'm the party who was betrayed. I find out he's having the affair. Am I going to hold him under house arrest for the next 12 years? Am I going to not let him move? Is he going to constantly be reminded of his crime? Because I have said to couples, this will never repair if he's under house arrest and you're the jailer. You will never find out that your marriage could have become a trusted connection. And on the other hand, if the one who has strayed is not willing to own what he did or what she did and how it hurt the partner in terms of apology, the wish for forgiveness, as well as seeing together what didn't continue to be wonderful in their marriage. That's the key. If a couple will suspend the pain and suffering to consider what they could now bring to a second marriage with the same person, they have a very good chance of repair. Okay, so, you know, everything you said was very significant to people I work with. So I find it very challenging at times because in this particular cases, these few cases on time, but it is the man who had the affair. It was like um, a one time a mistake was made. And um, there is this jailer thing going on that the woman sort of feels like, you know what, you owe me. You should be calling me many times during the day. You sh- you know, you, you messed up. You should be making this up to me. And I can cer- I certainly can see that point of view. And I also can see what you're saying, that it's not the, what's happening is the males in these particular cases are starting to feel like, you know what, I've said sorry. I regret it. What more do you want from me and well, I, I can get that too I get both sides question. what I really say to the person who's had the affair is I know that you feel like you apologize but we have to put in perspective she feels her world was something she didn't think it was this is an assault on who she is who she trusted so it's an existential crisis for someone so you're yeah. going to really have to Work at repair, and it's not going to be easy because she's going to need more reassurance or he's going to need more reassurance. That being said, when we are past the year mark, Sandy, you start to wonder, is there going to be any way that there can be forgiveness and appreciation for the effort to come back? That is, at some point, your client has to know, well, first of all, your client makes a good point. If we're back together, why am I not hearing from you? If we're back together, are you here just for the kids? Are, are you really back or are you back in name only? That's a really important question. Yeah. Yeah, I find that, you know, the person who, you know, committed the crime, so to speak, would like to forget about it. And the more that it's pushed away, the more the jailer starts to occur. So it's a little bit of a dance once again. Now, we talked earlier about empowerment, and I think it's relevant here because it seems to me that no one is immunized against an affair. However, empowerment helps because if the relationship starts to go, like if I start to feel a vibe in my relationship, I'm pretty attuned to like something that's up. Like we're starting to, you know, I'll say like we haven't spent time together. I'm not liking this. I'm feeling lonely. You know, I don't want to be married and feel lonely, you know. And so, but I guess... You need to feel entitled to speak like that, and not everybody does. Well, here's an interesting thing. When people, it's the reason that men say they don't want to bring anything up, even their unhappiness in a relationship, because when, when you start, women start talking, they won't stop. It's your, if your point of entry to talking about the relationship is, you haven't done enough for me, we haven't had enough sex, we have, well, we've already started with a critique. I say to couples, reset the connection. It's a little bit like um, Perel's points in mating in captivity. Reconnect. Go on the couple retreat. Go away. Go to the movies. Don't start by talking. Start by doing. I say to people, instead of make time. If you make time, you'll eventually make love. I love that. If you make time, you'll make love. And I also love the plug for couple retreats. I know you do them and I do them. Um, it's, it's, there, there are these services for couples and, you know, I was talking on your show earlier that it's time away. I go away with the couples and it's, it's really, um, a labor of love and I'm sure it is for you too. Meaning that, um, a relationship that's in trouble with the right tools can really come out of trouble but they need the tools like I said earlier we don't get a manual on relationships we really don't 
one of the most powerful things in the, the retreat that I mentioned was really uniformed services after 9-11. And when I say the way this, these couples who were so distraught showed up and the way they were by the end of the weekend was dramatic because in some ways they feel not alone. Other people are going through it. And they're both proactively doing something. If someone's willing to come with me to a therapist or to a retreat, I feel that person thinks about this marriage mattering. That's your first step if you're willing to begin to take the steps to reframe and reclaim the marriage. So how would people reach you about your retreats? How do they find you? Well, no, that was a retreat that was done in the aftermath of traumatic events. What people would reach me for is couple therapy, and that is people come individually, they come together, um, and... Do you do uh, Skype? No, we don't do Skype, and the other thing I would say is that reading the Healing Together book, Healing Together for Couples, that I did with Diane Kane, we have a wonderful chapter on reclaiming sexual intimacy. Um, I think that our idea was to pass the tools on. And if you can't do it, and you come in having read that or read some of my over 200 blogs, you at least start to realize how to get the conversation started, why it is that fidelity without celebration will never work. You know, there are loads of things that we've learned through so many other people suffering. We want to pass, you know, the lessons on, the lessons learned on. So you want to get this book. It's called Healing Together, A Couple's Guide to Coping with Trauma and Post-Traumatic Stress. And you want to check out that chapter by Dr. Suzanne Phillips and her colleague, Dr. Diane Kane. It's, you know, clearly it starts the ball rolling. And you can also look her up on the web. This is Dr. Suzanne Phillips and find out about her services. She's in Long Island, New York. You can go on our sites and find out about couple retreats. We have the Sandra Reach couple retreats. There are lots of options and we're not the only ones. There's lots of places, but you definitely from our talk today you definitely want to be doing something to improve the communication and you know not lose the attunement as you talk about for the relationship to get into trouble and if there has been an affair to possibly work with a professional to work through those complicated feelings Um, we're going to take a break but we'll be right back with straight talk with sandra reach with dr suzanne phillips your life your health your network you're listening to voice america health and wellness Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness.
You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back on this very interesting show with Dr. Suzanne Phillips, who also has an amazing uh, radio show on Voice America called Psych Up. So you want to check her out. Uh, we had a double feature today, and we're going to put that up on both Facebooks, uh, her Facebook and mine. What is your Facebook, Suzanne? Um, Suzanne.Phillips. I'll send it to you. Okay, so we'll put it on the site so that people have it. You can go on our Facebook just to follow her and follow her show. It's a fascinating show. I really enjoyed it today. Uh, we had a few people on Facebook, a lot of comments. People are asking how they can go to the Spa Spa Minari and get their 15% off any treatment. So they can call here in Montreal at 514-695-5040. And you just have to say straight talk with Sandra Reese and you get 15% off any treatment. Uh, Suzanne and I were also talking on the break. I was talking to her about the fact that... Uh, um, I think one of the, I feel anyone can fall into an affair. I don't feel I'm above it by no means. I feel that the way you immunize your relationship, one of the ways is to avoid any slippery slopes. So if I started to get a vibe with a coworker, I wouldn't be suggesting we go for a coffee. And Suzanne was saying her response to that is you're right, Sandra. But another thing is you got to make sure your relationship's a priority and you got to be able to talk about sexual problems. So take it away, Suzanne. Tell us more. Okay. So let me add on the priority in the sense of, One way to manage anger, which can, you know, is not usually the best preface for any kind of intimacy, is to be able to ask, is this the fight worth having, and do you want the relationship or do you want to win? So that it's very, it it makes sense not only to regulate, take the pause, support each other's stress reduction, but really to think twice about needing to win at the cost of the other's self-esteem. Creating shame in the other is like throwing cold water on a love affair. It doesn't work. So prioritizing really means taking stock of what you're bringing to the table in the relationship. So one of the interesting things about sexual issues with couples, and we've even though uh, affairs have a sexual component, people really don't tend to start out deciding, I'm going to have a sexual affair. But once they're in it, Actually, you'll be surprised to know the first thing people tell me is that, well, why would I have to end my marriage? There's a kind of denial. People are very, very attached to their spouses. But this is giving them something they never had or they never spoke about with their partner. It's unbelievable that the amount of things we see on TV, the online, people still hesitate talking about their sexual needs to their partner. It's like the best kept secret. And one of the pieces that I found working with men or women is that the greatest factor in sabotaging sexual desire is your each partner's own self-judgment and criticism. Women are holding back, initiating, or being more romantic very often because they don't look like the girl on Vogue who looks about 10 or the people who are airbrushed. And men who have sexual problems could be from fatigue, depression, aging, God forbid. They talk about their fear of not performing. So they often withhold because they're so worried about not being the guy on Sex and the City And she reads that as, you see, I'm not the right weight, Uh, my hair's not the right color, I'm I'm not something. So they really, Sandy, feed off their both of their insecurities. And one of the things when you really get a couple together, she's saying, I understand the performance problems, I just want to be close to you. And he's saying, when I'm in the throes of a wonderful sexual event with you, I don't really care what your legs look like. At that point, you're mine. And it's not until couples start to really talk intimately, and sometimes the couples are 90. And you know what? They're more intimate. They're holding hands. And that's desire showed in a way that a couple of 40 who are ignoring each other are not showing. 
Do you think that sometimes withholding sex or even having an affair is an act of passive aggressivity of like, this is my way of showing you I'm not pleased? I don't use The research would suggest no, and I've not seen that. I've really seen people feeling deprived, often inadequate, not speaking enough or communicating, and then getting a bit of what they were dreaming for from an outsider And once it becomes sexualized or eroticized, it's like a drug. They have a very hard time backing off it. Now, when they do back off it, there's certainly repercussions. But if their marriage is worth it, because no matter what people tell me, I say, this is not going to end well. I know you feel magically enthralled with this person. But this cannot be side-by-side with your marriage, so you're going to have to make some decisions here. And what do you say to the person who says, okay, I'm jumping ship. This happens in my practice a lot because it's magical with that person. Now, I usually say that, you know, it's magical now. There's a lot of factors at play. There's all the mystery of an affair. There's the dopamine factor. I worry about that personally. That's not generally something I would, I, I have concerns. Do you feel the same way? Well, yes, because if we look at the statistics, I want people to realize we have a 50% divorce rate for first marriages, 67% for second marriages. What was that number, Suzanne? 67% for second, 73% for third. And what do we often see? I'm jumping ship. I didn't really work on my issues. I didn't communicate them. And then I see that my partner became a different woman to a different man. And I say to people, my heartache as a clinician is seeing you both do with other people what you couldn't verbalize with each other. And if that really isn't worked on, the next marriage is not likely to be successful. Yep, it's uh, one of my one of my lines I often say, and it sounds like you agree with it, is you have to earn your way out of a marriage. An yeah. affair is not the answer. You got to find out where you got, how you got there in the first place. Yes. Very cool. Suzanne, uh, you're a fascinating woman, an amazing psychologist. Um, so again, I'm just going to ask if people do want to reach out to you, they, sh- they can reach you through your show, Psych Up. Uh, how else can they find okay. you? So the show is Psych Up Live. You can go to radiohostphillip at gmail.com. Send me comments about today, uh, questions. You can go to my host page. You can go to my website, www.couplesaftertrauma.com. My Twitter is Healing, the number four couples. My Facebook page is Suzanne.PhilipsPsychologist34. Um, basically, you can also find me on LinkedIn. So there's many ways to find me, um, and I'm always happy to share and send out material. There's a lot that I have online worth reading and looking at. And you have your incredible book, Healing Together, A Couple's Guide to Coping with Trauma and Post-Traumatic Stress, uh, co-authored with uh, Dr. Diane Kane as well. Is that available on Amazon? That's available on Amazon. It's also as a, um, it can be on a Kindle. And I also want to remind people that Psych Up Live, which is very much like this show, has covered many topics about men, women, affairs, uh, reclaiming marriage, relationships and so stay tuned and go back and listen to anything as a podcast because there's great information and make sure you hear Sandy as a podcast this morning on Psych Up Live. Well, on that note, you know, we've had a very special day today. You know, we've talked from the beginning, from the fairy tales of our childhood, all the way into maybe 10, 15 years into your marriage, where the rest could be. We've talked about the workplace of men and women. I'm curious, what's what stood out for you today in our discussion, particularly this afternoon or this evening? What stood out for you? What's on your mind? What are your final takeaways? My takeaway really is most people want their relationships to work. You have people Facebooking with questions, asking if you can recover after an affair. And I think the message is no relationship just works. It takes putting time in, and it takes letting the other know they're very important to you in very small ways. A thank you is big, even if you've been married for 40 years. Try to take nothing for granted. Once we take each other for granted, we're really invisible and we're living alone at that point. 
So make the marriage a priority and it will start to work. And it's a wonderful message for your children to observe how you two are together. You know, you're, you're very inspiring, um, brilliant, as I've written to you between the shows. I'm very inspired by your message. It's, uh, it's hard to find like-minded people, and I think that I'm, I'm not complimenting myself and saying I'm brilliant like you now, but I do think I'm passionate about the same causes as you are. And I think even that last comment about remembering to say thank you, it's something that I really feel strongly about that people don't do nearly enough, is we take all sorts of people in our lives for granted. And I think that that's, that would be my takeaway, too, is that everybody, from your husband to uh, Dr. Suzanne Phillips for coming on my show, thank you, Dr. Suzanne Phillips, for coming on my show, is this is not to be taken for granted. I've made a new friend and I'm very grateful to you so thank you very much for coming on Straight Talk. It's been a wonderful day. It's been a wonderful day. We're going to post all of it. We're going to stream it on both our websites. Um, So really I think that from both Suzanne and myself the takeaway is that there is hope and uh, you know we're all sort of struggling to be seen and to be important and to feel that um, we're of value. And from Cinderella all the way up, we're always looking for that. And maybe we can be generous in our hearts and give that with each to each other. And as a result, immunize ourselves from some terrible hurts that can go on. Now, if you've gone through the terrible hurts, it's still not hopeless. You can still work on this. There's a lot of hope. Very positive. Um, and I love that, again, this positive message. I want to say a big thank you to uh, my manager for streaming this on Facebook. That's Robert Wise. I want to thank you to my listeners. You can hear this in any prior shows I've done as a podcast on my host site, my website, which is straighttalksandrareach.com, um, on the podcast app of your iPhone, on iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandra Reach, or drop me a comment or question anytime at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Until next week. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.